On this episode, we answer more listener questions from the Main Street Magic community, and this is our 19th installment. Today is October 24th, 2023. This is episode 611 of the Main Street Magic podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. Then if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button, you get these brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. If you're planning that trip to Disneyland or Walt Disney World, it can be really overwhelming, at times just downright frustrating, especially when you do not get those advanced dining reservations. But don't worry because Mouse Dining removes the frustration of booking Disney dining reservations, alerting you when they spot availability for your desired restaurant, date, meal, and time. Visit msmfriends.com to use this free service. So we are back answering more listener questions because we had so many we couldn't fit it all in one episode. Mm-hmm. So we're doing another one. We're yep. recording early. Uh, we are now all packed for Wonderland Crew weekend. We see a bunch of friends in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, so we're we're ahead of schedule. Yes, which is wonderful. And uh, then we can take the rest of the weekend. Yes, and I'm air quote off. Super excited <laughs> because not only are we packed, but today was my first off day from being in the salon for three 12 hour days, and every single day has been beautiful here in Florida. Mm-hmm cool i mean barely over the 70s so i am super excited that we are headed north tomorrow so i can enjoy some weekend cooler weather yeah we 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 get to pack uh layers yes an onion has layers but yeah i mean it's kind of like when you come down to to disney in the the cooler months Mm -hmm. you know this morning, for example, just to give you an idea in St. Augustine, and this is why it's so interesting when people say, how do I pack? I'm going to Disney in October, end of October. November, we woke up this morning December. and it was 55 degrees. Mm-hmm. Chilly for us. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to reach 80 today. Yes, my watch right now says 79 degrees. 79 degrees now. So you're talking about a 25 degree swing. That's where when you're looking at packing for the parks, Throughout the air quote winter, mm-hmm. you really do have to pack layers. You know, I wake up every morning and I put on a hoodie mm-hmm. and I put on some pants. And then by 10, 11 a.m., I'm like, all right, it's time for shorts. Maybe keep the hoodie on. 1 p.m., it's like, lose the hoodie, wear shorts and a t shirt, and then kind of go backward. Benjamin, Benjamin button it for the okay. evenings and put everything back on in your layers. So, I'm excited for that this weekend. I'm mm. excited for, I think, the lows are the, still the high 50s. Yes. So I like hoodies. I do too. I, I like... I, I like... own so many for yes. someone that lives in Florida. Yeah. An entire closet side full mm. of long sleeve flannels, hoodies, jackets. Like, we own a ridiculous amount. Mm-hmm. We also collect them from mm. Disney. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for more mm-hmm. listener questions? Yes, we are. All right. Yes. Let's, let's get into this. Let's move on to uh, first. We're going to do Matthew. He says, would you and or Rhonda be a guest on my podcast? Yes, Matthew. Yeah, um, sure. You can reach out on social or uh, send me an email, magic at mainstmagic.com. Um, hopefully it could be both of us, but Rhonda's schedule is usually pretty crazy for that. So uh, you might just get me. 
So I apologize for that part, but definitely reach out. That sounds awesome. And then he also asked, what's your favorite slash least favorite thing about Disney now versus 10 years ago? Um, let's go uh, negative first and talk about what is your least favorite thing now about Disney World compared to 10 years ago? The girls don't go. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> that's Disney's always changing. Um, yeah, there's some sad things you know, 10 years ago, and, and we can go into, sure, we can go into, you know, um, that you can just, you could just pick up and go 10 years ago. Yeah. Literally, you could um, have tickets. That's what I was going to say go. was the complexity now. Right. But I'm, I'm going to steer fear, steer clear of that, and I'm going to answer with saying 10 years ago, my children went every yeah. single time we went. We had the best time. Yeah, there was some, you know, sad times where they were like, I'm tired or I don't want to whatever. But for the most part, I have very happy memories of them going. Um, the saddest part to me and my least favorite is that they don't go. Yeah. Um, but I understand it. They're older. Um, so yeah, that's I will my answer. I will agree with you. I mean, I, I, I that's a really good one. The complexity is tough, and not so much for us because we understand how to navigate it. I'm looking more at the you know average consumer side. I feel I feel I feel bad for folks that you know go nowadays and maybe they've never been and they don't understand it. Um, it's another reason to use a travel agent. Chuck and Amy, yes. mainstmagictravel.com. And guys, it's so they can free. Steer you, yeah, it's, it's completely free. free. They can steer you in the right direction. And it's it is it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of research and all to go on a Disney vacation. Um, I, I think that was my my number one answer. But when you brought out the kids not going, um, yeah, Facebook memories are like the happiest and saddest moments every morning. Like, yeah. When I look at those, you know, is seeing them 10 years ago just... Oh. Head to toe in Disney gear, just loving it. Smiles Smiling. like, yeah. and and we had a wonderful time last Christmas. Oh, um, we're gonna try and squeeze 100%. a day in, possibly in Thanksgiving, that we're hoping we get to do. So you know, at least we'll get them back there, and they loved it. You know, and we're exactly. at a point now where if they go once a year, it's gonna be truly magical, and they're gonna love it, and and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I do miss that just every time them coming with us. So uh, we're gonna move on to Brandon it says. What is your top three most negative experiences at Walt Disney World? This ought to be interesting to hear. <laughs> I'll say number one, we'll touch we'll touch back on last episode was Mansoor Paul. Yeah. It was um, so disappointing. It was very and, and and maybe that's what we'd like to maybe we'll rephrase the question and say disappointing as yeah. opposed to negative. But that would probably yeah, be there was my no number one. Negativity in that it just didn't um, it didn't work. Yeah. And that was one, even that episode. The food we had, just wasn't good. Yeah. The service was just... It, Meh. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't... Like, they weren't rude. They weren't... Yeah. Um, but... It wasn't what you came to expect, I think. Yeah. From Disney service. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of another one. And I, I love the fact that this is hard to answer. You know what I mean? Like, that's great that this is... Yeah. Hard to answer. Um, I can feel like I can okay. name we'll one. Go. What is it? That. I so wonder if we're thinking the same thing. I think we are. Fort we Wilderness. The... And oh. the lady was actually rude to you. Oh, yeah. That, that was just this recent August trip. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. We, it was. Um, it was 
Yeah, that that service was not up to par when our fried chicken dinner was taking like an hour. Yeah. Um, that one was pretty rough. The other direction I was going in was when we were waiting for Anna and Elsa. And oh, yeah. there was almost a slight altercation with the family in front of us. Um, and yeah, I mean, we don't have to get in too much detail, but it just, yeah, it was just surprising, I think, from other guests that we had kind of a uh, conversation and issue mm-hmm. that, that was not favorable. Um, but, you know, in in reality, if you look at every hundred incredibly magical experiences we've had you'd still be hard-pressed to find one negative one mm-hmm. which is which is pretty awesome um I, you know if i really want to throw it out there the app there, there's yeah. always issues with my disney experience there's there's always issues if you really want to kind of like nitpick some things with trying to get just say certain dining reservations or uh dining packages you know now it actually worked out well for me to get neil patrick harris i know we missed garden grill but i got acker shoes very easily uh going back to the the day that jollywood nights went on sale that was an entire mess you know anytime uh, you know there's been reservation issues especially when it comes to like annual pass holder reservations tron was not a great one where it only secured you i didn't show up because it said i didn't have a valid Mm -hmm. annual pass but one phone call and Disney fixed everything. Mm-hmm. So there's been some technology's yeah, I mean, been probably the most negative thing we've yeah, experienced ever about. Probably. Disney. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I mean, because then but then like I feel like most of our old like, Key West, my birthday things, the room. <laughs> right. I mean, everything has been like fixed, d- fixed yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I would say old Key West was the most surprising where when I say they fixed it, it I mean it, it there was they just fixed it. There was no yeah. Disney above and beyond, which I did not expect. Right. But I think and this is where I think I was put in my place for it. Mm-hmm. And this is where I do love that like you know, when somebody will post on the social media groups and say, How do I get pixie dusted? Well, you don't. You, you don't. just yeah. You you just if you do you do and, right. and I think we were getting dusted. unfortunately we were expecting something and we were expecting yeah. and you're always going to be let to down. be dusted yeah. and we I was and that was the first time I think I really was like okay so you don't get it every time and you're not gonna and I was like it just yeah. kind of it was just like a eye opening experience um, so yeah so with all that being said um, but that's one that situation we're going back. Done. I mean, if you've been a long time listener, you know what we're talking about. It was my birthday. Uh, we showed up to Old Key West. We're first of all, it started off. We're pulling the cooler in, and uh, again, my own fault. No fault of Disney's, obviously. Cooler falls over. A bunch of stuff falls out. Glass bottles break. It was the time that not my father's root beer, the hard root beer, was big. One of those broke on the ground. So I'm cleaning all that up. I'm trying to get glass up. We get into the room. The AC's not working, and everything smells, smells musty, musty and mildewy. Right? We call. Um, they're not going to transfer our items, right? No, they, they, were, they were because we, we oh, shouldn't that's right. have. That's what happened. Is they said, okay, we'll transfer all your items. We're going to move your room. Said, great. And then um, we were like, all right. I said, I got to get in a, a better mood. Let's go to the pool. But we didn't have our bathing suits yet. So we're just waiting in the room. Our stuff shows up, put on our bathing suits. Sky opens up, storms. Thunder, We just lightning. had to do an entire reset. Yeah. 
But, uh, you know, it was just. But it was very hard for you to get out of that little funk. It was funk. to get out of that funk. You didn't get out of it, I would say, the until next day. the next morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next morning I woke up, I was like, reset. It's a whole new day. Yep. It's a whole new birthday trip. Let's do it. And we had an absolutely incredible weekend. Yep. But, you know, it is it is one of those things. And I learned a long time ago, uh, working with my brother, same thing. Like, you don't ask for or expect pixie dust or upgrades or magical moments they just happen right same way my brother and i used to always we started said let's create a viral video you can't yeah nobody creates a viral video yeah it happens yeah we tried never went viral then two twin sons can talk to each other in their kitchen and gibberish and it breaks the entire internet yeah and that's just the way it goes right so it's the same thing you you just show up with with no expectations for things like that to happen and if they do, it makes them that much more magical, to oh, be honest. 100%. So, all right. We're going to move on to, <clears throat> excuse me, J-Mo said, for each WDW park, uh, what is the best behind-the-scenes tour and why? Oh, Keys of the Kingdom. Keys of the Kingdom but, was incredible. But with that being said, Jay, uh, we haven't been on a ton of behind-the-scenes yeah, tour. Yeah. We did go on behind-the-seeds tour. Loved that. Which that was great. But, I mean, it is very inexpensive compared mm-hmm. to Keys of the Kingdom. And with that being said, Keys of the Kingdom just blew, of course, that out of the water. Now, we do need to do more. That's probably next what we'll focus on. Maybe we'll get back to... Our last episode, we talked about getting back to quick services and eating things like that. So we'll get back to that. Back to the basics. We'll get back to that, but then we can use our money that we won't sit down Mm -hmm. for dinners and do behind the scenes tours. Yeah. So um, let's look at that. Our our wonderful friend Rachel did a wild Africa trek. She did. She loved. She did. And we've really wanted to do over there at Animal Kingdom. Um, we are, I've got a list going and, and right now I do believe it is potentially full for a Wonderland crew, uh, VIP tour at some point. Um, maybe that's something we can try and flesh out a little bit this weekend while we're with a bunch of folks. Um, that's something we really want to do, but, uh, and I, and I'd love to get back to keys to the kingdom. There's a lot of great Mm -hmm. behind the scenes things that you can do. Um, ones that are free are things like, uh, I think they're still doing it and go to pop century and they have a scavenger hunt. Oh, yeah. That you can get for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilderness Lodge has a free tour once a week that will take you all around. And that was super cool. You said Wilderness, right? Yeah, yeah Wilderness okay. Lodge. Yep. That's where I was. There's, yep. Yeah, there's lots of cool things that are available that are free sometimes at some of those resorts. But yeah, as far as paid goes, I mean, number one on our list is a VIP. And um, I don't have the net episode in front of me, but if you go back, uh, I had Andrea Herbert from um, Ivy Unleashed, right. another podcast that I produce, was on, and they did a VIP tour where they actually had to get two tour guides because they had so many people. Wow. Because it, it taps out at 10, and it can become pretty affordable for what you get if you're able to fill an entire 10 people. And, that's great. And that's what we're hoping to do. So, that's great. Um, yeah, a lot of, lot of cool options there. All right. Pat asks, if you had access to another non-Disney or Universal park like you do right now, basically having an annual pass, living nearby, which park would you want to go to? Would you pick a SeaWorld? I mean, I guess just because we pass it all the time, but right. I don't want any more, Pat. I know. In fact, I don't want Universal anymore. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 
I would say SeaWorld only because of all the roller coasters they, they do have there. And um, because of, I do still love the water life. Yeah. Of the animals, yeah. Um, so. so I need to I need to dive into a deeper. Um, Logan sent me earlier um, theme park shuffle about a dining experience at the the aquarium restaurant at SeaWorld that includes a day pass. Remember, we we ate there, we dined oh, there for a company we, babe, work we ate, event okay. that I had like I fifteen you, years okay. ago. Okay, I started to yeah. forget about that. So so I want to look into that because I do want to get to SeaWorld sometime and check it out yeah. and ride some of those coasters. As bad as this sounds, before we get too old. True. <laughs> so, Very true. Um, so I would like to look into that. Um, I'm actually pretty fascinated with Bush Gardens. I think that that's at mm. a, a pretty decent level along the Sea Worlds, and you know, nothing against like Six Flags and stuff like that. I those are those are me from the outside looking in. Much more, they're amusement parks. Where you know, Disney's a theme park. Mm-hmm. Universal is a theme park. Um, sea world, I think teeters that line and bush gardens between theme park and amusement park. But yeah, we, we don't, we've always talked about adding sea world to our annual pass list, but there's just no way that we can, we can fit it in. Even if somebody just threw money at our faces financially aside, we don't have the time. Correct. And we want to make sure that we put our focus on what our listeners are most interested in, which currently is Walt Disney world. Right. So, um, and also they really want us to go to Disneyland. So see, and we, I know. And that's another thing. Like where can we save money by doing some of these quick service things or whatever else it may be to then look at getting out to Disneyland, which we really, really want to do in 2024. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Chuck is, is going to go ahead and ask the silly question. He's going to reference, he's going to reference, uh, Wayne's world. Um, did you find Bugs Bunny attractive when he dressed as a girl bunny? Oh, Lola, it's Lola, right? From Space Jam, Lola Bunny. That was a thing. I mean, when you were a kid no growing idea. up, that was kind of a thing. Not okay. To I get mean, not to be like weird, but it was an a- attractive animated character. Yeah, she which was is pretty. Weird. Yeah, Bugs Bunny, not so much. Um, because yeah. it was still Bugs Bunny. So we can discuss in, in further Bugs this Bunny. weekend, Chuck, if you would like. But I mean, the whatever girl bunny looked just Lola. like Bugs Bunny just dressed up. No, no, no. There's a very big distinction between Bugs Bunny uh, dressed up as a girl bunny compared to Lola Bunny. OK. Like there's a very big distinction. So. Um, all right. Let's move on to um, uh, Kristen said, what are three Disney product lines you do not collect? As I look around this studio, product I don't lines? know. Yeah. Um. You've gotten, you've gotten away from a lot of the designer H- um, purses and stuff like Coach and, and Dooney and Burke. Like you don't really collect those anymore. And you I don't used collect to. them. Yeah. But you used to kind of collect them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I used to do the H2O stuff mm-hmm. um, like facial and like that kind of stuff because yeah. we still have still plenty of the lotion and stuff, which yeah. I do like that. Um Gosh, but I've gotten away from that. Um, I completely stopped Alex and Ani. Oh, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sure did because you moved to Pandora. Yes. You love my Pandora. You still love some lounge flies. We're, we're pretty yeah, but heavy I'm, into that. We don't buy like every like single one. I feel picky now. Yeah. Whereas I feel like I kind of wanted to possibly collect them. But I'm like, this is just ridiculous. Um, plus, like. Yeah, I mean, there it's a lot and like carrying it. So, 
Um, you have no Vera Bradley. I do not, but I have also said that if soon a stitch comes a, out, if a yeah, stitch comes out, it. I'm buying it. Yeah, like um, I like Vera Bradley yeah. and like one of the newest ones where it's the gray plane with Mickey and Minnie on it. I love that. Yeah. But again, I'm gonna wait, not spend my money, and wait till a stitch because I'm sure there might be one at some point. Yeah. So that that's a, such a hard question because we collect way too much stuff. Not even just product lines, but items. Like you know, uh, you know, one thing we've not bought in a very long time is a, a coffee mug. Well, when Rob and Tina come over and think that it is going to collapse fall off, the wall off of our wall because there are so many up there. Um, we don't but have room for them. the main reason why we haven't, because every time I pick up a mug and I look on the bottom, I'm looking for yeah. dishwasher safe and microwave safe. And 90%, I feel like, of the ones I pick up, they do not say, if I like it, they don't say it. I put it back down. I, I don't want it. Yeah. Because 90% of the time, like, I don't have a Disney to-go mug coffee cup. Um, do I want one? I don't think I do because I have my Disney mugs that I use. My truck is very versatile and I can carry any type of cup, a mm-hmm. large cup, a smaller cup. It's great. And I don't spill it. And then I get to work. I have a microwave. So if it gets cool on the way to work, which is most of the time it does, I just pop it in the microwave. So I'm just a big, huge fan of that. Yeah. Um, Well, and one of the things, I guess you could call it kind of a product line we used to collect and we stopped in general was the Starbucks line of Disney coffee mugs and to-go cups and things like that. Yes. Um, The reason we stopped, and now I know they've switched over to more of what I would say is the cold to-go cups with the lids and the straws uh, that people will fist fight you over on the 50th anniversary. But they had those original ceramic ones, which we loved the designs for each park, yeah. but the lids were garbage. Yeah. Now, I will say, back to those, I did get a venti the other day, and it was cold, and it was perspiring so much. I needed, I wanted to put it in, I bought Kaylin a green one that mm-hmm. looks just like all the Disney ones from our local Starbucks. And she loves it. And I put that in there and it was fantastic. So I was looking and trying to get, and it's still not on there. It said October 4th was coming out a Nightmare Before Christmas Starbucks cup, just like basically the 50th and everything else. I've not seen it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, Apparently it dropped. I don't know if they had five in stock. Right. Or fifty. Yeah, we've not seen it in stock at all. None. And, and I, I we're can't pretty get one. we're pretty good at drops. Yeah. I mean, we have all twelve stitches from the yep. Stitch Breaks the Internet I'm plus sad. one. Um, I use any morning that I make myself a um, iced coffee. I use your Gideon's cup. I do like that because that one's amazing mm-hmm. and it keeps stuff super cold yes, for super long. And it's got this sealed lid that includes a straw mm. that is about ninety nine percent leak proof. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. I do love that one. Yep. All right, we're going to move on to Jeff. Jeff says, do you think it's unfair that you get to see NPH when my 14 days trip starts the next day? And last time, my 12 day trip ended the day before he was on. I think it is 100 percent unfair, Jeff. I think I will, you should I would work. like to speak to someone about it. And I think you should go ahead and come in a day early. I so just started to say, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I would look it at and do yeah. one day early and one day shorter. 
That's what I would I do. I mean, you're already going for 14 days. What's 15? You add one on the front end, right? Mm-hmm. Contact Chuck Amy, mainstmagictravel.com. Maybe you just get yourself like, I don't know where you're staying for the that whole trip and all, um, but maybe you go ahead and you add like, you know, a pop century if it's available or something or uh, one of the all stars, you know, a little bit on the lower end value just for access to MPH because it really is amazing. So with that schedule, I believe then he would be coming in on the December 9th and because I think uh, Neil going to call him Neil from now on, just first name basis, um, is the 6th, 7th, and 8th, I believe. Okay. And then Stamos is right on the front end of Neil. I mean, if 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 we were the type that went for like a week and that was our week, you better believe we'd be dining packaging both John Stamos oh, and Neil Patrick Harris. And to be honest, you know, last year we switched to Josh Gad, which I absolutely love. That was phenomenal. Loved. I'm glad we did. I'm so glad we did. We I, happen to already be going yes. for Neil Patrick. Or I think we should have switched it up again and done John Stamos. We can't because you will be working. No, I'm saying if oh, we yeah, weren't yeah, yeah. already going, we were already there. Um, In theory, yes. Yeah. We weren't. We don't have a room booked. We were planning to go December 7th right. because Luminous starts on December 5th, which is a Tuesday. Okay. You, you, we cannot go on a Tuesday because no. you work. We cannot go on a Wednesday because you work. Correct. Those are the days that John Stamos is there. It's the only reason I picked December 7th to go for Luminous, and then it turns out that Neil is going to be there that day, so it worked out perfectly. Oh. Now, if he had been a week after, we'd be doing twice. We'd be doubling up, and we've certainly done that in the past, but I'm very excited to get Man. back and see him. But Jeff... Think about it, man. Add a day to the front end. Mm -hmm. Sign up Mouse Dining. Get that Candlelight Processional Dining Package if it's not currently available. I think it's well worth it. Mm -hmm. I like playing with other people's money. I just started to say. <laughs> All right. We've got Sophie said, uh, did you and Rhonda ever buy a Disney cookbook? Which mm -hmm. one did you buy or would you buy? If you have one, what is your favorite dish? It just so happens I have some sitting next to me. <laughs> Ah, uh, you didn't Let's, read these questions, did you? I, I Where's perused. my Ohana one? Um, so one of the okay. most recent ones that that our friend Rachel got Rhonda yes. for her birthday that I've I've thumbed through and I've looked at. We've not actually done a recipe. Is the Disney Lilo and Stitch uh, official cookbook? More than forty recipes to make for your Ohana. Yay. This is an official Disney book. Uh, the menus or the recipes in it look absolutely outstanding. Another one that we bought at Disney that I really love. And should still be available, if not in the parks, probably on Amazon, is the Disney Festivals Cookbook. Uh, this is over 50 recipes, six festivals, branching between Walt Disney World and Disneyland. We have done a lot of stuff in here. Um, on the front cover, do you remember this? is one of my favorites. Yes. Is the shrimp ceviche with a lime foam. Yes. And it is super refreshing. Um, it's super accessible, as in being really easy. Mm -hmm. What I like about this one a lot is that it has stories and, and uh, information from a lot of the chefs that do a lot of these festivals, um, whether it's from the operation standpoint, the actual chefs, it's, it's got a lot of cool information in it. Mm -hmm. um, it is a couple years old, but it's got a lot of classic recipes in here. Finally, who is our favorite Disney cookbook author who has also now expanded over into the universal world? We love her very, very much. Yes, and it is Ashley Craft. It is the unofficial Disney Parks cookbook. 
And she has in here Gaston cinnamon rolls. Mm -hmm. And this is the one that I made. And not only was it amazing, but the family actually said that it was better yeah. than um, Cinnabon. Yeah. And what, what I find incredible, and let me, um, maybe Rhonda can say something else real quick because I'm going to look at our schedule, is that we had Ashley on oh, yeah. uh, way back in the day. This was actually February of 2021, episode 332. Uh, we had Ashley on and she talked about how she created this cookbook and, mm. and all these other ones she's come out with. And it's available everywhere. I mean, Amazon, it's available in Target, like yeah. I think Barnes and Noble, she also those has, things. Um, an unofficial drink, drink, one, drink, which we have. And when but more? What's, am what's amazing, well, she's got a universal one oh. uh, and Harry Potter inspired. What's amazing is that, you know, she went through to figure out these recipes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, not, you know, the Disney cookbooks are official. It's like, hey, what's that recipe? Here it is exactly. Printed. <laughs> she went through and tested mm -hmm. like all of these and they really are it is, spot on. It was a um, really cool interview. Yeah, with that. it's so. it's amazing. So I would go first 100 percent to Ashley Kraft in her original one, which is the unofficial Disney Parks cookbook. Um, it is over 100 Disney inspired recipes. It is absolutely incredible. All right. We got one more question. And I think it's a really good one to end on. Okay. Gets back to the roots of Disney, Walt Disney himself. If From Adam, if you had 24 hours to show Walt Disney back around the Florida parks, what would you do for the day? We can even extend it to 48 hours if we could. What would you want to show Walt Disney himself about, and we'll, we can stick to Disney World, obviously, because that's what we're familiar with. Um, which he unfortunately never got to right. witness in completion, you know, Magic Kingdom or anything after. What would you want to show him? I don't know, but all of a sudden, like this question starts making my eyes burn a little bit. Because have y'all seen the short that is the Walt Disney Studios oh, the yeah. picture? Yeah. Oh my goodness. If you haven't, go watch it. Holy moly. Yeah, Once um, Upon a Studio just came out this past week on Disney yeah, Plus. And it, it's, it's incredible and holy crap. Like, And that's when that question was just like said to me, that is exactly what I pictured. Yeah. Like I just, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would want to show him around Magic Kingdom and and... Um, what he never got to see, yeah. what was being built. Um, yeah, what Roy completed. And, what Roy and completed brought to fruition and, and everything. Just everything. It's, yeah. um, then I would like to, yeah, show him the rest of the parks and, and, and see what he thinks. And, ugh, yeah. Um, well, I think of like... I, I just mean, enjoy being with him. Yeah. I mean, I think it's... And my whole thing, and we've had in the past where people have said, you know, if you could ask Walt Disney one question, what would it be? And mine's always been, how do you like, how do you feel about how everything turned out? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you have all these people that want to comment and go, um, Disney did this, Disney did that. Walt would be rolling in his grave. What would yeah. Walt Disney do? We have no idea. Yeah. Would, you know, I think it'd be super interesting. First of all, okay, you show Walt, Haunted Mansion. Okay, he's gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I know this, you know, or Jungle Cruise, Disneyland. right? Or, right. or you know, you you show him certain things that he's like, yeah, 
this I love the way this turned out here. Then I'd love to be like, where do you see this thing called Cosmic Rewind? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I would love or to Tron. show him yeah, the technology. Yeah. Not only from the ride system, but the animatronics. Right. Then I think it would be super fascinating to say, Walt, we're going to ride these rides. Um, I'm going to need your credit card, though, because we're going to get Genie Plus. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I would be super interested to show him that technological side. What does that look like to him? Would he sit back and be like, okay, I can envision this is where everything would have progressed? Or would he literally be like, this is awful. You're, you're making people pay extra money to ride rides quicker? Like, we really don't know. Because yeah. he was also a businessman. Correct. You know? So I think that would be the most fascinating thing is, yeah, d- showing him all of that and do you like where it went. Also, I'm pretty sure he could get us into Club 33. Okay. So there's always that. Mm. Finish it off at night with Victoria and Alberts. Okay. I No, I really do. I, I just... That would be the cool. I mean, that's the other thing. You know, the question always, if you could have dinner with one person living or dead, mine would be Walt Disney, hands down, every single time. I just, I can't imagine getting to to, to speak to him. I mean, he's greatest visionary ever. Yeah. Possibly. And and that's, that's you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, heck now. 100 years ago mm-hmm. that we're celebrating the Walt Disney Company like a hundred years ago he was 50 60 years ahead of his time mm-hmm. that's crazy to think and he, what's even crazier does the think is to know that a hundred years from now it's still going to be yeah. Walt Disney World the magical place on earth yeah I mean it's yeah it'll still be an absolute legacy and mm-hmm. it will continue to progress mm-hmm. and everything. I mean, you know, another another side tangent, you know, when we talk about people that complain about price increases and this and that. And yes, we just had some price increases, yep. you know, annual passes and, and food and beverage and things like that. Um, it's happening everywhere. I started to say, go to your grocery yeah. store. like. But, but think about this. You go back a decade, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking this the other day. Fantasyland. Right. Mm-hmm. Pandora. We're just talking lands right now. Pandora. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We've gotten uh, Toy Story Land. Mm-hmm. We've gotten Galaxy's Edge. Right. Right. We have some things that are on the horizon. Right. What's going to come, not come. Look at just some rides individually. You know, not only the rides included in those lands, but things like Tron most recently, Ratatouille, Cosmic Rewind. You know, I do agree that when you're asked to spend more money, you want to see a return on that investment. Mm-hmm. We're getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think everyone feels like you're going to raise annual passes $50 a year. Well, then I need a fifth gate. It's not how it works, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, I, I, I think he, I think there's a lot of things he would not be happy with. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of things, especially from the technological side and, that he would be absolutely just blown away by. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he used to go into, he used to have an idea or whatever and go into the Imagineers and be like, this is what I'd like to do. Let's figure out how you make it happen. Right. I yeah. mean, you know, look at a Cosmic Rewind. Right. 
that's what I feel like somebody went in and said like, Hey, we want to have this spinning coaster that, you know, tells this story and is synced to music throughout six different songs and all these different things. Um, nobody's ever done it before. Uh, so go ahead and you do it. <laughs> and that's pretty amazing. Yeah. hundred so, percent. That was, that, I thought that was such a great question to end on. Yeah. Um, so great. Adam, thank you very, very much. And I believe Adam is, um, uh, one of our friends from the United Kingdom, oh. I believe. Awesome. Hopefully I'm not incorrect on that one. But Hope you're not either. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we do have a lot of fun episodes coming up. We will be heading down to check out uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. We're going to get updates from Three Bridges. We are going to dine at Tusker House. We're going to do opening night of Jollywood Nights. Yes. Um, Neil Patrick Harris and Akershus Breakfast. Luminous. Uh, just a couple days after it opens. Uh, that's only just the beginning. So Festival of the Holidays is coming up today after Thanksgiving. We're looking to get over there and, and try that out on opening day. So we are super excited for you guys to come along with us. Uh, you can always subscribe to the podcast and get the episodes about this stuff every Tuesday and Friday. Or you can check out our Patreon group and join live in our private Facebook group by checking out wonderlandcrew.com. And as always, Rhonda and I would be super thankful and appreciative if you could please leave us a rating and review. Because it helps our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.